I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep. So I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. love to see it the podcast where we watch tv shows and movies and tell you all about them i am your host danielle spy chick leotard riendo and i am joined by some incredible uh thieves con men uh interpol detectives i've got all kinds of great people around me i have fernanda the interpol crotches today how are you fernanda hi i'm good I'm the Interpol because I solve international crimes, but apparently I'm not very good at it. <laughs> well, you know, that's okay. We've all got our, our faults. We've all got our things going on. I also have a uh, dear friend, LB Jigen Lupin Truther, hunk tears with me today. What's up? How are I'm, you? <laughs> I'm good. Thank you. They're in love. Thank you. They're um, in love. Yeah. They've been in love for like oh, 40 years. It's great. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> Oh, it's truly beautiful. I love it. Yep. I love it. Well, this week on You Love to See It, we are watching Castle of Cagliostro. What the? Get in. <laughs> Who are we chasing? There she is. The girl. Jigen, I picked out our next job. The castle of Count Cagliostro, Regent. Are you telling me you've broken in there before? Just wait. I'll bring your dear thief back to you, flayed and quartered. Good girl! Your superiors wouldn't fault you for going back there to catch a thief, right? That devil stole something precious and priceless. Oh, it's just an old ring I found. Maybe it's worth something. Look, the hidden treasure of our ancient ancestors. He's a natural-born lady killer. Watch your step. You afraid? Not really. Brave girl. I'll skewer you. Take your best shot. I regret that we have to dispose of you. I warn you, I'm not an easy guy to get rid of. I've grown weary of you, Lupin. Is a 1979 Japanese animated action adventure comedy film, co-written and directed by, by Hayao Miyazaki. It is the second feature film, uh, excuse me, feature film featuring. That's hard for me. Feature film featuring Monkey Punches. Master Thief Arsene Lupin the Third from his manga series Lupin the Third. All right, let's go into the first scene. The first scene is this section of this podcast where we talk about our history with the movie. We talk about whether we've seen it before, whether we know what's going on with it, whether we've heard of it, you know, things like that. So, uh, Fernando, I'm going to start with you today. Have you ever watched this magical animated film before? No, when I will, I will. I'll just come out and say it because you all love me enough at this point, I think, to we tolerate do. We do. my, we my flaws. You Thank you. Yeah. And I appreciate it. And I will yeah. make a, a revelation that will test 
this love. And that is, I do not like animated movies as a whole. <gasps> yeah. I Fernanda! <laughs> I'm a monster. I don't know what to oh tell you. <laughs> I just Guys, don't like them. all of us this fall. <laughs> I, I, I all right. hate all of them. And I, <laughs> everybody, when I say that ass, oh, but what, like, what about, I don't know, Coco? Uh, no. What about, like, I don't know, Wally? No. What about anime? And that's when it gets heated and I lose friendships. And, oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. This so, is amazing. <laughs> and I didn't know, right, that it, that I didn't know what the movie was. So yesterday, as I was, like, looking for it to see where I would find it, um, and I was like, <laughs> I showed it to uh, my partner and he just looked at me and he was like, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, yep, yep. He, and he, like, he was in. He watched it with me. Full. I enjoyed it to the extent that I can enjoy animated okay. movies. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I had never, I'd never heard of Lupin the Third. Like, it was just something very foreign to me. So it was interesting. Um and I uh, just wanted to have that out in the open as we proceed. I promise I will try to separate my personal uh, flaws, my my personal shortcomings uh, from the, the piece at hand. But yeah, yesterday I, was the first time I saw it. And I I wasn't miserable. So that's okay, okay. high praise. That's, that's really good. I don't that's know big. why, but I just have this picture now of like teen Fernanda hating the beach. Hating animated films. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, lovely. That's why I watch TV a lot. Uh, I guess I wonder why not many people wanted to hang out with me. But here we are. Oh, no. Oh, it's okay. Over it. I developed okay. a sense of humor, so there's that. <laughs> I... I don't know why I'm not entirely surprised. I was surprised at I'm first. not surprised at all. I'm, like, I'm no, not surprised I, at all. All right. All right. I, I literally, in it. my notes, because I've never talked to you about anime either, Danielle. So I was right. like, I can't believe I tricked them into watching anime. I did that. <laughs> I tricked both of them. I got both of them. You got both of us. It's true. It's true. Well, LB, go ahead. You, t- tell us of your past with Lupin. Okay. Well, my past with Lupin goes back pretty far um, because the girl I had a crush on in junior high uh, watched Lupin on Cartoon Network um, and told me about it. I love this origin story so much. (laughs) And like we had some like Lupin based flirtation, I guess. And I kind of checked it out and like, I didn't get that into it, but I was like, okay, this is fun and cool. And then I got really into it as an adult. Um, where Robbie and I watched a bunch of it together. Uh, there was an anime series recently, part five. Um, it was really, really good. I haven't checked out. There's some other series like um, that are, that's focused on Fujiko, who's in this. She's the yeah. blonde uh, maid who t- t- tears off her dress and reveals a like a sexy camo jumpsuit. Yep. Um, My personal There's like hero. a great series or a series that's based... <laughs> Yeah, the thing is, it's like, I think you would really dig Fujiko. Sorry, I just do do need to look up a quick gif of her just being the coolest person. She made the movie for me. Spoiler alert, but she like made this movie. That's fair. There you go. That's that's a more recent Fujiko. Um, just hitting the bong, surrounded by stacks of cash. I love her. That's aspirational. That's like, yeah. Girl boss. 
<laughs> she's the coolest. Um, she's always been the coolest. I don't know. I love her. But yeah, Castle of Cagliostro, I watched... Um, I tend to do the Miyazaki uh, movies when I'm like sick or like really high because I really <laughs> like the like the kind of gentle the, the two genders vibes. sick or really high <laughs> two genders sick and high <laughs> yeah pretty much um, and yeah I enjoyed it and uh, yeah we were picking um, picking movies for this we I was picking movies for this and I had four picked out and there was a fifth that was kind of up in the air and uh, I wanted to do something different yeah. from everything else. So I thought this was pretty different. It was. And yeah. And Lupin's one of, this is, like, Lupin the Third's one of my favorite thieves ever. I love him. And I love his whole crew. Uh, so I'm curious about, yeah. Danielle, what is your background yeah. with, with Lupin and, and this Castle of Cagliostro? So I've never actually seen this movie, but I am very familiar with Lupin. Uh, mm-hmm. My anime life coach, who I think you know, LB, personally, mm-hmm. um, it, of course, Amanda Cosmos, friend of the show, uh, actually has two cats. Their names are Jigen and Lupin. So <laughs> she's like a big, big fan. And she is responsible for much of my exposure to anime. So she would like, for years and years, uh, she would like kind of curate things. Like, I think Danielle would like this. I think Danielle would like that. And we would watch like a few episodes of a series and I would get very excited because this was like somebody who was actually like looking out for me and knowing that this wasn't like necessarily something I have much exposure to. So it wasn't like, she was like, here, let me show you what's awesome about this art form. So I've been very lucky to have her in my life and we did not watch Lupin. I'll, I'll, I'll be clear. It's just that my uh, experience with anime has been very positive because I have somebody like that in my life. So <laughs> I like animation in general. I like Western animation. I love weird experimental animation. Like weird avant-garde animation is like a thing I love so much. And I just got the Criterion channel. And now I'm going off topic. I'm very sorry. But I'm just putting this out there that I love. I just love animation. I love like the weirdness of it. I love that it can be very evocative, and very beautiful. I've seen uh, probably, I don't know, three quarters of the Miyazaki films. Uh, at this point, like probably, you know, the, the ones you would think, things that came out in a yeah. theater in, in the U.S. kind of thing. Um, Kino Princess Kaguya and, and uh, that is a Miyazaki, right? I'm not like going wildly off base, I think. <laughs> I know Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke and yeah. Oh, I hated the... that one so much. <laughs> really? <laughs> but I'm, oh I'm, I will add a wrinkle to my origin story. I... <laughs> Uh, not oh to make, it, make yes. it about myself, but doing that already because it's just my personality. No, because I was part of a anime forum, even though I never really liked even it. Even though you hated animation? Because I, I liked it. I was a, a, a little teen weirdo and those were my peeps. So I went to like the meetings, like the manga and anime meetings and I tried. Like I read things I watched. So like just to say that I, like I understand... I'm not uneducated in the culture. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and then I give it. I a- love this. I love this lore. I, I love this love Fernanda lore. This makes so much sense. This explains so much. I'm so sorry. Yeah, for don't be sorry. This is, that's so cute. Like that. I there's something deeply relatable about that to me. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, I, I of like having of like having to put up with other people's stupid hobbies that I hate. Not that <laughs> these things are stupid hobbies because I do love them in my real life. Yeah. But like to me at the time, especially as a teen, being like, okay, I'm, I guess I'm gonna go with you play this fucking video game. Hey, <laughs> but you're my friends. I really like you guys. So oh man, Cost- I'm just gonna ruin Counter Strike for you. Oh, thank you. I feel I feel oh. seen. Oh my god, this is very. I, I'm so amused by all of this. I really am. I'm like loving this for Nanda Lore. Um, but yeah, this is the first time I watched this. Um, although I am, I'm familiar with Lupin. I'm, I'm familiar with the new series. I don't think I've really watched much of it, but I know that it's a thing. Uh, and I, I like, I like a good heist and I will be honest. I think I was not in the right headspace to watch this movie because I really, I thought it was awesome. Like, let's be clear. I think it's great and awesome. And there's a lot of great things that I like about it. But I was cooler on it than I thought I would be because I like all of these things. So we might be in a weird headspace question here. You might need to watch Lupin in a mood to watch Lupin. Let me just like put that out there. You kind of need to be, I think, a little bit open to having like a really goofy, really fun heist slapstick comedy, you know, caper type of movie like this is not a movie to watch when you're like not in a great mood I think so um, yeah. again I do think it's very long. good it's very good it is a little weird it is a little long uh, but I think a, a very well produced uh, piece of work for sure like yeah. there's no I think the quality is unimpeachable uh, I will say that for sure um, it is so but it does so yeah, that's w- the thing you mentioned it I do think and we'll get into it it runs a little long like sure could have yep. done with a little tr- but then again i think that about like 90 percent of movies <laughs> was like there is there really a need for any movie to last more than an hour and a half they're really really if you really think about it i don't think so right. but that's just my right? opinion yeah it's 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 hard it's hard it's hard honestly a lot of things could use an editor or you know another editor there's always an editor there's there's very few movies that are made without an editor there's like three that's not three there's many but still <laughs> uh you know i could use another editor or a more concise editor um of course but we should get into what what yeah. happens in this movie i did a full plot summary up until about the last quarter of the movie and then i just fell off i just i i like i fell from the clock tower into the water uh <laughs> and i just i just fucking fell off like so much was happening and again yeah. i I, I genuinely feel bad because I don't think I watched this in the best headspace. And I was just like, I just need to pay attention because <laughs> like, I couldn't just have my notes out. So uh, this is a, a mostly complete plot summary until the very end. And we can just talk about the Denouement when we get there, I think. Uh, but we have we do start right in on action. Like Lupin is doing a heist uh, with Jigen. Is it Jigen? Sorry, uh, LB, I'm going to ask you for pronunciation help. Here, the thing is, like, sure. my pronunciation is really bad. Oh, okay. But it's like, I just say Jigen because okay. I'm from Southern California. Like, Lupin and Jigen. <laughs> Lupin and Jigen. So, okay. I don't, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not a good, uh, all right, it's all not right. Not a great, not a, <laughs> didn't, I didn't mean to put you on the spot there as if you were, you it's know, okay. lowering yourself from a rope. I apologize. That was not very nice of me to do that. No, I'm very sorry. I often set myself up as to be like, I'm an expert on this thing. It's like, I don't know anything. No, it's I not true. I don't know how to say stuff. I mean, I know a lot of things, but I'm like, my pronunciation's pretty bad on most things. Um, well, these are so, yeah, French, like, 
Like Lupin well, is it's... not a Japanese name. Right? No, Lupin these, these is are, a French. These are French and and well, Jigen's know... a Japanese name. Jigen is yes, that's true. Jigen, yeah, so everyone, I, yeah, yeah, even Lupin. I think Lupin's supposed to be like half Japanese, half. Oh, French. I see, I see. Gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. Um, because he is the uh, the for like not the forebear the great great something of Lup- of Arsene Lupin from the who is a character in some novel in some French gotcha, novels. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, yeah. Okay. But yeah, everybody else: Fujiko, Jigen, Goemon, right. um, Zenigata. They're all Japanese. Yes, 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 yes. Um, it's also because Clarissa calls him Monsieur the whole time, which is like I was like, okay, so there's a French yeah. thing going on. Okay, so, so she's, yeah. I- <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's he's like a, yeah, he's supposed to have like a little bit of like a European allure, but yeah. also he he's happy to just like, I mean, in a lot of things, he's just happy to hang out, eating ramen in his underwear yep. with the guys, planning stuff out. He likes um, ropes a lot. We know this does. right away. He has he, a lot of like tricks up his sleeve. He's a, well, he he's doesn't a very have any, slippery. He doesn't have his gun. He doesn't have his gun for this movie. Oh, yeah. Which is... Does he normally have I'm, a gun? He normally has like a little pistol. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, I was honestly surprised by the and, lack of guns in general. I was like, how are you like yeah. doing hey. all this with like, it just seems impractical when they had like the little villain ghost thingies with the fingers. I'm like, yeah. if you just had a gun, like it would make it, you wouldn't need like 15 of you for starters. Except you know? for the one use of gun is fucking buck wild because it's like a yeah. little henchman with a machine gun <laughs> trying to mow people off of a roof so that was yeah punctuation i guess you know very few guns and then when there's a gun there is a gun it's like a doom bfg or something it's like it's a lot uh but sorry sorry i apologize i'm getting ahead i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit um we just get like a really great i think intro uh where it's beautiful. Uh, lupin and jigen are <laughs> robbing monaco and they get away because, you know, prior, you know, it's all about preparation, you know, very George St. Pierre kind of thing. Another, you know, person with some French uh, going on there. It's all about the preparation uh, because they messed with all the cars of the police and they get away with a big old heist and they're going to be billionaires. But immediately looking at the money, they know it's counterfeit uh, as they're driving away. So they like throw money people <laughs> which is like everything you need to know about these guys they're fun they enjoy their lives uh lb will say that they're in love i'm not going to dispute that uh, at love. all they might be absolutely i i didn't see much of it in this movie but i bet there's this, clues if you know to look right yeah and this is also like in terms of characterization uh, of these of everybody in this this is like the most like family friendly Lupin. Sure. um like yeah, like Fujiko, his boobs are like put away for the basically the whole like yeah, the entire movie. Yeah, those don't come out. Those don't come which out. They're out. Yeah. She is it. She lives her life tits out because she knows <laughs> that's how she's going to. Because she knows she's that's how she's going to get everybody's brains yep. off their money, so she can get their money and get away with all the goods. Oh, because great. the thing about Fujiko is that she gets it. She gets the goods every, almost every single time. Yeah. Mm. Um. So Miyazaki did the. Uh, he. This was his first film our feature film, but he did do the Lupin TV shows. Okay. Um, he did a couple of them. And like the, a Lupin TV show episode, I have not read the manga, but in the show, it, the structure of the episodes are pretty similar. Um, there will be 
the job will be revealed. What's it going to be? Uh, Lupin will go in to maybe try to steal something, maybe try to rescue someone. Uh, but in the end, he probably doesn't get the money, but Fujiko does. <laughs> Good. Good <laughs> and then he's like, oh, well, she got me again. She's the hottest person on earth. <laughs> I guess I'll try maybe get some money next time. And then, and like his two, his two bros are like, you're a fucking idiot. We hate you. <laughs> okay, I love that. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just to like, I, I did make a list of some of the stuff he has done. Uh, first of all, he has participated in multiple Grand Prix races. Uh, speaking oh of God. Monaco, he races in Monaco pretty frequently. Um, Formula One, I think he's done Le Mans. Yeah, uh, it, it never goes well though. Okay, uh, fair. Steven, Steven Strom, our managing editor, told me that Lupin fought Leonardo da Vinci, which I vaguely remember. Oh, that's oh amazing. My, uh, what? Yeah. Uh, he rescued the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. And how, how, how did that rescue... What does that entail? Like, where do you rescue uh, it to? <laughs> well, to, 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 to Loch Ness. But, like, uh, there was an evil scientist trying to expose Nessie. Okay. And oh, Lupin said, that's that's not right. I, I won't let you do this. <laughs> uh, he also stole uh, Christ the Redeemer, this big statue oh. with a helicopter. Oh, my God. Our, our, in my Rio? big statue in Rio. In Rio? That's amazing. Oh in Rio, yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's in Rio a lot. He's in Rio a lot. He spends a lot of time in Brazil. Wow. Um, oh, that's what we, the French like Brazil, I've been told, or used yeah. to. Yeah, I've, I've been yeah. told where they're a tropical paradise uh, by a, literally a single person. So it's not like a reliable source <laughs> or anything. Were they French? I feel like Europeans love to know that you're from anywhere where they picture it and there's maybe a beach. And they're okay. like, oh, you're from the beach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. When I was in Berlin, I told people I lived in LA. They were like, oh my God. So it's just the beach all the time, right? Wow. Yes. Bikini babes and life. the beach. <laughs> wow. And I was like, yes, that's what we do. There are beaches in Europe. Why Why would they act like that? I don't Because they have this, they have a vision of like the Americas, I guess, both. Like all of the continents are just like. Beach paradise, baby. That's what we all, we're all doing. We're all in bikinis, playing volleyball, doing heists. Yeah, <laughs> we're basically the Luis Miguel video plus heist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's always beach month. Uh, <laughs> yes, you know, wearing well. wearing like uh, bathing suits and uh, riding horses at the beach while planning uh, bank robberies. Yeah, I mean, listen, in New York City, that's all I do, all right? <laughs> uh, Paul, producer Paul makes a very good point of, like, yeah, Japanese, like, culture is also and has also been very interested in France as well and Europe yeah. and having that. And you see that in this movie, I think. I mean, again, not an anime expert. I just have my anime life coach who has helped me see the light uh, of beautiful anime, but... That is a, a theme I see here. There is like, you know, as the plot goes, we we go pretty quickly. That uh, fucking spaghetti. That spaghetti is like, here's the thing. I just, I do have a question. I do have a question. Yes. I am of Italian descent and actually of French descent, but the French is way, way further back. It's like French Canadian. It's like Quebecois. So, and I go to Italy every now and then. Um, is, is the castle of Cagliostro in Italy or France? 
Because Cagliostro. It's in Cagliostro. Yes. It's in a fake Italian. tiny country. Yeah. It's, it's in like, um, it's supposed to be like a Luxembourg. Yeah, because oh, it's Monica. independent, right? Like, like that's the whole oh, thing. Yeah. Like it's the smallest country recognized by the UN. Or that's gotcha. the smallest country that's a member of the UN. Gotcha. Um, so it's, it's judging by like the scenery and because there's all those beautiful mountains in the beginning. This is like Lugano. This is like Sweden, Italy, right? Like, yeah, basically, it's like it's like maybe in near the Italian Alps. Sure, sure, sure. No, I didn't mean to guess. say Sweden. Sorry, Swiss, Swiss, Italy. I yeah. do that all the time, and I'm thinking of the correct country, and I'm thinking Swiss. of the border, and then I say the wrong word. So I apologize for that. But that's why I don't it, like, say the names of countries ever because I always say <laughs> so something stupid. Like it's just no, yeah. It's okay. Paul says down the street from Monaco because he just uh, he just right. drives there from they just drive there from Monaco in their little Fiat. Right, and they, Which and they is make so it, cute. So. That car is so cute, cute. and so expressive, and yeah. I love the driving, but, and we do get to a driving scene almost immediately. Yeah, uh, we have a pretty sick car chase. Yeah, we have a really good car chase because of course they're going to go after this fake money. That's the job. That's the whole heist, right? That's what they're going to do. But on the way, they get a flat. And then, oh my God, a hot girl comes driving down the road and she's being chased by like big thugs and holy well, shit, they gotta get in on it. <laughs> also, which is like pretty notable. If someone, like if a bride is it's speeding bride. past you yes. in the Alps. She's got a bridal veil. Uh, let's side with the girl, right? That's a, There's a great line. And we have such a great chase. Does somebody, I, I feel like I'm talking too much. Does somebody want to talk about this chase? Because I, I truly love it so much. Well, since you just said you truly love it so much, <laughs> I guess it sounds like maybe you should talk about maybe it. Maybe I should Danielle. talk about it. Yeah, there's just a really fun, high stakes, high speed chase in the Alps. It is honestly so gorgeous. Like I could put this on repeat and just have it on in the background because it's so lush. It's so beautifully animated. It's so much fun. And it really does feel like the stakes are very high. Like they could fall at any moment. They go, you know, toe to toe. There's guns, there's bombs, there's just so much action. And the action really does like ratchet up and ratchet up and ratchet up and ratchet up until we finally get Lupin and Clarice hanging off of a stick, uh, (laughs) which, of course, they eventually do fall uh, after hanging off of a stick after a wild, wild chase, uh, chase scene. And they fall and he's okay. But she, um, this, here, here we go. I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry to do this. But once again, I can't turn off the medical part of my brain. And the fact that they fell from a cliff and Clarice is like, oh, I know, I know how to help this man with a traumatic head injury. I'm going <laughs> to gently wipe his face with seawater just a little bit. Like, I'm, that's going to help. He's going to be okay now. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be fine. And, however, that does mean she accidentally leaves her special ring. Uh, with him in a tissue, the wiping thing, and she goes off. It's, a, it's her. It's her glove. It's her. She glove. takes her fancy You're wedding right. it's the glove. glove off. It's the glove, and so she and the ring comes off when she takes it off. That's it. That's it. it, just, and it this does. is like, yeah. You've got to remember. Yeah, this is like this isn't just an anime. It's also a cartoon. It's very much a cartoon. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. even has the laws those little of bombs. Yeah, they're those not little 100%. bombs. Yeah, you yeah. know, you own those bombs. You only see those bombs in a car chase in a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Those little bombs that like goons always just have and could throw off the side. Yeah. What are those? Those aren't real, right? Those are just for cartoons. I, I I've never seen one in real life. Have <laughs> you that. ever been chased by perps in on a cliff? No. So Not maybe on a cliff. 
like in matching goon outfits. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe that's why you haven't seen it. Like that's just not part of. Paul says they might be German grenades. German grenades. Okay, yes, we got to use the video game knowledge knowledge here. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, yeah, very good. Thank you, Paul. Paul, as always, keeping us on track, helping us figure out these things. Much appreciated. Uh, So. Uh, Lupin's kind of in love already, I think, because he wants to follow the girl. You know, he wants to go back, uh, see her, make sure she's okay. He's intrigued now. You know, she, of course, they met because of a high-speed chase, and uh, it was it was a beautiful moment for them to meet. Uh, so they they kind of I forget exactly how this happens. It's kind of like they do some research and they find the boat. They follow the boat, which it looked like she was taking off in the boat to get away from the goons. However, they just bring her back to the castle where she is held captive. Did I miss something here? I feel like I missed something here. Where like Don't worry about it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I just don't know <laughs> so how it's she like got... I miss there's yeah. there's a lot of moving parts and they don't all make sense. Gotcha. And it's just it's just okay. fine. I was gotcha. just going to say worry about like it. I just go by context. It's like <laughs> yeah, like she got she gets taken by the goons. It's, you know. Yeah, like, she, it's just that yeah. she ran for that boat thinking like, "Oh, that boat's my escape." But I think she was but running really from just... the boat. It, it's what it looked like to me. But again, yeah, I think we should, we need to let go of it. It's like me hearing like Scottish Sorry. people, people speak. Like I'm not going to get the whole thing. <laughs> I just have to go by the general picture. <laughs> oh my God. My thing is, this is, this is just like pure vibes. I'm yeah, staring at the yeah. scenery. I'm looking at the way the water is moving. Mm-hmm. The trees are really pretty. Yeah. Like that. I mean, the way the, the greenery moves in the breeze, like oh. I'm vibing on that. I can't be bothered with figuring out which way somebody's running. Absolutely. You know, I've got a spaghetti scene I got to get to. Absolutely. <laughs> and we're almost there. We're almost there, too, which is, like, one of my favorite scenes. It is one of my favorite fucking scenes. I'm not going to lie. Like, this is my culture, you know? <laughs> People who eat pasta, it's my culture. And it's, I felt very seen in that moment. So, yeah, the boys have a little fight uh, because I think they need to uh, have a – they have to have a man-to-man so they – do grappling and choke each other, which is funny. Well, the issue, the issue there is that, once again, Lupin has gotten them into this bullshit, and it's just because <laughs> he literally saw a woman. He saw a woman. Driving. <laughs> he just saw one driving, and it seemed interesting, and now he's invested in there to do a bunch of stuff, and Jigen knows what the, what's going to happen, because it's what always happens. Yeah. And he keeps- they're going to get super invested. He's going to have to save Lupin mm-hmm. with his sniping skills. <laughs> um, Fujiko's going to swoop in, get the money, and they're going to be left with nothing. And just they've wasted their time. You can see Again. how that would get old. And Lupin gets yeah. keeps omitting the details, too, of the situation. I mean, imagine your boyfriend of <laughs> 20 years or whatever <laughs> yep. is, like, constantly chasing after just random women he sees places. He's like, dude, like, come on. Listen, that's... You know, that's a lot to deal with. And it's also like, come on, come on. Like maybe. So that's maybe why they, that's why they have to tussle. Yeah. That's why they got to tussle. So they got to tussle. I love it because we get like a beautiful rear naked choke kind of. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm looking for in every movie that I watch? Medical, sound yeah, medical gonna... practices. <laughs> and submissions. And rear naked chokes. <laughs> and submissions. I'm sorry. I'm the worst. You're so cute. I'm I love worst. it. But it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I love it. So then they have a real talk. Listen, they communicate after that. It's beautiful. It's a nice relationship. And then 
of course, we get a little bit of exposition about, oh, the count and, you know, royalty and all sorts of bullshit that's happening. And, oh, this is where the Gothic bills are. Okay, that, that's the fake currency and the counterfeit. And also this hot lady with red hair is also wrapped up in it. And then they do. Uh, we do see the count come in in an auto Jiro? An auto Jiro? Is so this like a tiny goofy. helicopter? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> okay. that's what people do, and that's what happens in Europe. Sure. There's just all these tiny little countries nobody's oh. ever heard of where people are doing crimes. It's tiny little and it's just these queen. weird royals flying around <laughs> in fake machines. Yeah. Right. Like, what, and, uh, what else are, is there to do other than eat right. spaghetti? Right. You eat spaghetti, you fly your weird machine, you hold <laughs> a woman captive for her royal blood. <laughs> like, 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 this make, one make does. Bills. Who among us? <laughs> and this guy's a big asshole. And that's obvious right away. He's a big asshole. He's a bad, bad man. We don't like him. We hate him. We hate to see it. He sucks. And he's but, drawn like an asshole. Like his face. Oh my God, he looks evil. He, he looks, looks like Ganon. I will say this. <laughs> he, I kind of got like Verstappen vibes from the way he's drawn. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah, I see it. I don't it's know if that's just me. Sorry, no, I sorry, see it. Max. I see it too. <laughs> oh, it's just like Max Verstappen's grandpa, right? Like this is this is like this royalty goes down into like a love of machines, you know. Yeah. And eventually, his grandson would be in line for the, you know, the Grand Prix for the World Championship. <laughs> That's the spinoff we need. Oh this. my god. And like it'll it'll have to be about like Max. Do you do you want to be evil like your grandfather? Like, do you, or do you want to do good with your power of driving a car? You got to decide. You got to decide. Okay, but I just had an idea that's the best idea anyone's ever had. Are you ready? Please, please. Okay, so you know how Formula One's trying to expand their audience? Hmm? Yeah. They're trying to get more people watching, more people interested who wouldn't otherwise be into Formula One. That's what Drive to Survive was all about. Yes. You know what they need to do? Hmm. They need to make... They need to do a Lupin crossover. Oh my where god! They yes. get the drivers to voice themselves yes! in a Lupin joint. Yes. That's the perfect idea. I didn't you get know it some existed. Of the Fast and the Furious fans in it, like you get them into it because it's like, oh, heist cars. What's going on? Oh my god! Yeah, honestly, and I love this so much, LB. Like, I, I'm like actually thinking, like, oh my god, this could work. You get the otakus. You get everybody. And they're like, oh, maybe Formula One's interesting. Maybe it's cool. I don't know. And Lupin already has driven F1, right? Apparently. Yeah. Like in he Monaco. Has. He's driven F1. Like fucking for next year's Monaco race debut this movie. Like we yeah. got this. Crime perverts. Exactly. Everyone. Fernanda said that in chat. People who like hot, hot guys in cars. Like, come on. That's, yeah. that's a lot of the Which is like literally yeah. everyone. Yeah. Right. It's <laughs> everybody. Honestly, yeah. WWE does like maybe used to do this i don't think they still do it but they did this with like the jetsons i think and the flintstones <laughs> and yeah. they do it with, they don't think they did it with scooby-doo but they should have uh but like that's smart oh, that's so smart do that. no, i think they did do it with scooby-doo i think they did do like a scooby-doo uh undertaker thing oh shit maybe i made that up but like that's a smart thing to do if you want to like expand your audience you need to do crossovers and I think Formula One needs to start doing crossovers, and I can't think of a better crossover than Lupin. Than this 1979. 
Well, they've still been, they're still making yeah. they're still making the show. Oh, they're still making they're the still show. Making I didn't shows. know. Yeah, they, the part five was three years ago, maybe. Oh, that's recent. I know it wasn't long. Yeah, it was it was like in the last five years, for sure. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Holy the shit. thing about animated stuff. Shit can last forever. Lupin has been like in his mid thirties for <laughs> since the, like since yeah for like a million years. So incredible. I honestly it's his lifestyle. like if yeah. I hadn't read that this was from seventy nine, and again, this could be my lack of animation knowledge, but I was surprised. Like I would have guessed it was newer. The actual oh, wow. movie. Because like I just I don't know the storyline whatever like it didn't feel old to me. Yeah, it, it just it also just looks so fucking smooth and beautiful that yeah. like it doesn't look old in that way. Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. Okay, Nikki Lauda was oh at least was a character oh in Lupin the Third Part Two. I don't think he voiced himself. Okay, okay, but he was there. Famous Formula One visionary. It's Nikki Lauda. Nikki all Lauda. coming together. It's wow. all coming together for us. Nikki yes. Lauda, was he actually in Lupin? Oh my God. What if he did the voice? Can you imagine? Nikki Lauda. That's amazing. I'm looking at his filmography. Oh my God. Oh my Films God. on television. Get Lewis Hamilton in Lupin, says Paul. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Absolutely. Lewis Hamilton would be perfect. Okay, I do not think that he played himself, oh, which is a right. mistake, which was a yeah. big mistake. They should have gotten Nikki Lauda to voice himself. I agree. Um, but, you know, maybe they just didn't have the they didn't have it. They didn't have the the reach back then. People didn't know Lupin yet um, in the West as much. So, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. But I'm just glad he was in it. Listen, he was in it. That's cool as hell. So that's awesome. I, I like that. I, um, I think it's time. I think it's time we do it for real. We get Lewis in there. Yeah, we get yeah, maybe Lando. Like, I feel like Lando. If anybody Lando would, would go, like, yeah, it. he'd be into it. He would love it. <laughs> Lando and Lewis yeah. can be like, I don't know. They could be like friends who hang out. You know, drive car. I mean, they'll be themselves. Oh yeah, Charles, uh, Charles slash Charles, depending on who you ask, would also be in this 100%. I mean, as, as our Monogasque uh, yeah. representative, yeah. yeah. And he does I mean, like and Yuki cartoon. Hive, like, yeah, Yuki's Yuki got to know, yeah. he's got to know Lupin, and he actually speaks the language, that's perfect. Absolutely. This is the crossover. This is the crossover. This is perfect. All right, well, we nailed it. Like, we're doing this now. This is. This is the thing that we're making. Listen, pivot to chair. How about pivot to anime? That's what we're doing now. We're making yes. pivot to Lupin. <laughs> pivot to Lupin. Yeah. I, uh, I, uh, well, I guess I'll pivot to spaghetti uh, for the moment. Uh, just, <laughs> Sorry, just so we can talk about that. No, I'm so happy. <laughs> Thank I you, love Fernanda. this transition. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> pivot to spaghetti. Just, pivot spaghetti. to spaghetti. You know? Listen. In, again, my culture, this is my, my cultural background is uh, Italian and, well, Italian-American, of course. But, you know, I go there every now and then. I'm going there in a couple months. You know, I'm going back to the, you know, the, the home country, the mother country pretty soon. And this is it. This is a loud restaurant full of people having the time of their fucking lives among barrels of wine and fucking, like, troughs of pasta. <laughs> like, this is not a normal human amount of pasta. This is like a trough of pasta. These giant, giant, giant plates of 
Well, so the boys are, you know, they're having a hot date slash doing research and talking, you know, exposition about the plot and so on and so forth. And they have the time of their lives eating spaghetti that is, you know, like they've got like a mile and a half of spaghetti on that plate. I feel like it's, it's, it's a lot. It's beautiful. You almost That's what like I want to do. Feel it. I want to like plan a heist. Yes. I want to plan a heist while I eat a, you know, just an enormous plate of spaghetti. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. I, sorry. I, I promise. Know, I don't even know what they're planning racing. on heisting. What's that? Sorry. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not even sure what they're planning on heisting here. I like, I, I guess, are they going the there girl, to steal right? the plates? They're well, that's what they end up stealing. Yeah. It's but the do they, like, thing? are they, or are they planning on like taking him down so that. It's really like, unclear. It's really unclear. Cause so that they will, so they will, they'll stop like stealing. Like, oh, we're so sick of stealing these fake money. We got to take them down. Right. right. It's get, it is messing with their vibes. That could be. That would be like a long sort of play. I, I, my impression, like that does make sense. My impression was kind of like that Lupin was trying to like dress it in a way, but that deep down he just wanted to rescue this girl who looked like she was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And yeah. who we later yeah. find out helped him when he was in a time of need uh, as a young heister. Um, so I was kind of thinking that. And then he helps, like, expose international crimes. He's not a very good criminal, is he? <laughs> he's good at crimes. That sucked. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, I mean, he, like, he is sometimes a very good criminal. Okay. And sometimes a very bad criminal. Because <laughs> it feels like, like, his bottom line is not the bottom line of criminals. Like, but the, the... But he has the tools and the ability. Like, he can apparently glue himself to the side of buildings and other structures because he climbs mm-hmm. through all the things yep. as, you know, as if it's no big deal. He's very resilient. He falls a lot. He's not hurt by gears at all. <laughs> not, not hurt Even by gears. Even though they gears. kill yeah. other people. Very elastic. Awesome flexibility. <laughs> perhaps made of rubber. We'll never know. And uh, he's good at the crimes, but I feel like he doesn't really have the criminal mindset. I don't know. I don't know if it's different, too, because I was reading, like, some people complained about, like, the way his character is versus the manga because he's more of a playboy in the manga. But then I read somebody was like, but he's always been a playboy with a good heart. So I don't know what to believe. I would yeah, have but right. he's usually a lot hornier. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah, he's usually a little bit more of a scoundrel. And, like... More of a shithead. Okay, got it. Because he's super yeah. charming, like in this movie. He's, I mean, he's always charming. He's always, always okay, charming. But, um, but he's, I don't know. My beef, actually, my beef with this is they have these fucking, they all have these Ghibli faces. They all have these tiny little noses. They have the same fucking, they all, they look like Ponyo. Like it's the same face. <laughs> they have the same tiny nose and like big eyes that, like, okay, you're a good guy in a Ghibli movie. You look like this. And I'm like, that's not, like, Jigen does not have that. Like, they don't look like that. Okay. I don't know why they do that because Miyazaki literally did the TV show. I don't know why they had those stupid little noses, <laughs> but it bothered me. Yeah, no, that's fair. I also don't like Fujiko to be blonde. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I feel like the image you just showed us of, of Fujiko is much, much cooler. Yeah, Fujiko she's should my have like reddish hair. She is yeah. so cool. Yeah, she's especially still my like. Yeah. They, sh- they I think they reveal this like weird looking maid and like a giant red maid dress with a bun <laughs> yeah. and like these little tinted glasses, which I guess yep. are supposed to be granny glasses, but in a few shots look like aviators. Yep. Um, yep. 
which is a look. I think that might be like the next look. Okay. Like right. I'm always looking forward. So like, I don't want to follow the trends, you know, I want to like, so, I want to look forward to see what the next thing's going to be. Okay. And I, and maybe like a giant ball gown with aviators is the next look. <laughs> look, I appreciate that. Like I'm going to follow you and not other people. Cause I feel like you, you've got, you know, me. you know, what's don't cool. follow me. <laughs> I know you do. LB, you know, it's cool. But LB was literally just saying like that they don't believe that, you know, in, in, uh, that they're experts or any, at anything. So I feel like we're not respecting. But I do LB's make myself wishes. sound, I, I make myself sound like an expert. So much. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. It just comes out of you. I think that's why I'd be, I think I'd be a good con artist. I, I yep. totally, I would be I caught agree. by you. Absolutely. Yeah. Same, 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 same. Absolutely. Maybe that would be my, because so we're like, our, our project kind of all month is figuring out what we would do in the heist, right? Yeah. And like, maybe my thing that I do is I'm like the fake expert. Oh, that's really important. So you're like every white man on YouTube. That's amazing. <laughs> but they know, they know though. Like they're doing the con. They're they not just using, like unknowledgeable, yeah. like idiot who just thinks they know stuff. LB knows what they know. Yeah. And they know how to use other people to get what they need. Like that's, that's a good, good point though, Fernanda. Like pretend <laughs> like guy who acts like he knows what he's talking about is <laughs> such it works. You, you get into this uh in uh, this week's best camp talking about like listening to podcasters about vaccines. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Which was very good meta. Point. As I spoke Look about vaccines, but like, but I, you're I, right. It works. I feel like being co- acting confidently about knowing something is better than actually knowing something objectively in terms of reaping the fruits. So maybe, yeah. maybe, yeah. I feel like LB, you don't really need to have a good plan. Just act like you do, and everybody's well. In. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm. Th- that's not the part I mean. I mean the part where it's like. Oh, you have to go in and sell this like fake security system right. to the bad right, right. guy. And or you have to go in and be like, oh, actually, you have a rare medical condition that means you need to give this other guy all your diamond. Yes. You have a diamond allergy. Yes. <laughs> you gotta get rid of them. <laughs> and then just say like some be science. Guy. You like the protein tau to properly process <laughs> this diamond. Yeah, that's what it is. It gives you a rash. You have to take them all away. <laughs> Don't worry. Here's some here's some bills that definitely weren't made by a weird count in a fake country. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm holding us up. But no. Let's okay. So we're going the, to a beautiful basics? land of what Cagliostro, and it's just so good. And sorry, we're in the land just... of Cagliostro. Yes, we're in the restaurant. Yeah. They find out. Oh, that's Lady Clarice, and, and she, she is in fresh a out of the convent. convent. Okay, this Which, this gave me pause. I was like, she was really? in a convent? Yeah, she, that's like a thing. That's like a thing that the, the like, that's like a device where you want to have a, you want to just like get rid of a teenager and then she comes back and she's like an adult, but she doesn't know anything then, except yeah. how to read and like embroider. And, <laughs> and sit and look very sad. She knows how to drive. I will say she knows how to drive. True. Did the nuns teach her how to drive? Like do like yes, dangerous driving maneuvers? Like, <laughs> Yes. This, yes. Yes. 
And she can't The nuns fucking taught her how to tear ass on the. Oh my god. (laughs) Just like, I'm just imagining these like fucking race, these like smoking Italian racing nuns. Yes! Oh my god. Yet another perfect movie. movie. I was wondering how old she was though watching the movie because he, they talk about, look at me. Watching, looking for problems in the narrative, yeah. but like, because he talks about seeing her ten years prior, and she was like a child. So I'm like, yeah. is she a little yeah, child? Young. She's she, gonna be like no, she's like she's like uh, yeah. she's like whatever of age is. So she's like eighteen or twenty one yeah, or something. That's kind of like what I guess. sheltered. Okay, but like seriously sheltered because she was like a little royal lady, and then in a convent where she only learned how to drive and embroidered. <laughs> <laughs> And you know, and live in a weird little tower. I have a very particular. But she didn't set learn that magic trick. She she did. <laughs> it is very particular. I can uh, embroider, 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 drive fast cars, and wear a flowy dress uh, atop rocky surfaces. That's it. And be sad. Yeah, because most of what she does look very sad. And be kidnapped. Like those are the things she does. She gets well, kidnapped course, several times. Oh, I, I don't just, remember just like if this speech. is like a little. Yeah. Oh, do you think that like she could float? Like her big flowy skirt honestly, could make her like float, float and fly. Honestly, it Maybe. also repel bullets because when somebody pulls out a machine gun and like unloads seven clips on her and Lupin later on, they don't hit her. So yeah, it was like something that dress is powerful. <laughs> also, that henchman is not good at being a henchman. Like he no, messes exactly. up everything, and he has really bad aim. Like <laughs> just it's very, really terrible. Just confused. <laughs> like why have a henchman that is not good at being a henchman? <laughs> yeah, this guy Maybe? is rich. Can he pay for a good henchman? I'm just saying well, he's racist. Also, oh, that's Remember? the problem. Yes, he, he is like racist. won't let the he won't let the like Asian yeah. Interpol people come in. He's like, I'm gross. He's just bad in all ways. He's bad. He just he's sucks. Bad bad, yeah, and he looks guy. like a corpse. Um, yeah. yep. Send his ass to the convent. That's yeah, right. Paul. He needs to go. <laughs> I wonder if they taught her how to dodge bullets in the convent. <laughs> That's No, I bet they did. That's yeah. kind of like the Kingsmen. Like, it's not actually a con- <laughs> uh, like a convent. They're like training spies. Okay, but that would be so much better than what Kingsmen actually <laughs> yeah, is. If it was a convent. <laughs> Like stupid girl. That's gonna like we're gonna we shouldn't say this because this is this is like girl boss Kingsman <laughs> is gonna be the it's gonna be like some weird like John Wick like prequel. Oh yeah, and yeah, directed oh, by yeah. like Zack Snyder with like very young yeah. girls. Oh. Yep, yep. <laughs> I like that. I well, brought up Zack Snyder and the mood immediately came down. I'm so yeah. sorry. About it. Well, it's not your fault. It's his, you know. It's kind of his fault, not yours. So, you know. Uh, yeah. There's a bunch of shit that happens uh, in this movie that's not that important. We've got plot points uh, moving. Zenigata shows up. Uh, he's a detective. He is angry. <laughs> he is just angry. And I guess he's, you know, he shows up and then there's a funny throwaway line where Lupin is like, the cast is complete. And it's like, I knew what that meant, even though I haven't seen this before. I knew what that meant. I got very excited about that. Uh, let's see. The count is uh, running. Oh, and Goemon is also there. Yes, Goemon shows up as well, and he's very serious. 
He's a serious yeah, he's, dude. He's very serious. He's also a uh, like the great great grandson of a thief. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I think the I think his like of a real dude. Um, oh shit! Whose whole story I do not super remember, but he's supposed to be yeah this like so Ishikawa Goemon was this like. Like a kind of like a like the Japanese Robin Hood ish. Oh sure, sure, sure. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, who I think did what did exist some and was uh, boiled to death. Oh uh, shit! All right. For his crimes. Wow. Um. But yeah, cool dude. Real dude. I don't know how much of his crimes were real, but uh, but yeah, that's like like Japanese Robin Hood the. 10th or whatever. That's yeah. <laughs> I, love, I love this guy because he's he has like he's very serious, but he's such a perfect foil to everyone else who's not very serious. Yeah. Like Zenigata thinks he's very serious, but he's a goof, right? He's the inspector. Oh, is, he's cop, so right? silly. And, and I, I do like his I do like his beautiful eyelashes. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I Those are very nice. They are. Yeah. How are you how are you holding up? How are you holding up at this point, Fernanda? I want to do like a check-in. <laughs> no, I'm okay. See how you were doing watching this film. I'm I okay. So I started out like I'm not even gonna lie, I was like huffing and puffing, like, oh god damn it, I have to do this. Like, am I gonna make an excuse to get out of this? No. Oh, no. I'm a trooper. Uh, when I started, but like by this point, I'm in. I'm invested. I'm like I'm following the storyline. I like Lupin. Like my my partner is like so, enjoying himself so much that I'm like enjoying it by association too. Aww. I I I was I was in. I was in. I think yeah. I think the whole thing is I need like actual human faces to relate to things. Maybe this mm-hmm. kind of like a. Yeah, it's again, it's it's a me problem, not an animation problem. But I I was I was enjoying it at this point, honestly. Like halfway through I was convinced. I think it like I said, I think it went a little long. Like by the end I was kinda like, yeah, let's wrap this up. Uh but (laughs) (laughs) but halfway through I was in. I was I was it's a cool story and it's like it's never boring. That was my fear. It's not yeah. boring for a second. There's action all the time. There's always something interesting happening. The animation is just so interesting. Like we were saying, the, it's so like even the yeah. water, the sky, the clouds moving, like everything. Like, I'm like a child. I need to be properly distracted. And the movie did that for me. Like, <laughs> oh, uh. yeah, Paul said earlier in the chat, like they were just flexing. Yep. Yeah. Like on some of the stuff. It's just, it's so unnecessarily beautiful um which yeah makes up for i also think the movie goes a little long especially because i'm like somebody who is like i like the i like the pace of a like a lupon episode of tv okay um yeah i i I almost chose one but then i couldn't i couldn't pick one so i was like oh this is a beautiful movie let's watch this it is but i like i love that like super i like a like super fast-paced Mm-hmm. Like boom, 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 yeah. hitting yeah. the things, and it's like n- not everything's going to be that. I'll be. You don't get to have that every time. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to have the tight little structure, and yeah, I particularly it's- love the little like creatures that are in creatures that are people in weird suits. The ones that I mentioned. What the, the fuck were those? Like, like right? Those like I thought they were little demons with claws. <laughs> I thought they were demons too. I thought there was gonna be a whole like opening to hell, especially yeah. which happened. You you see some of that shit kind of later on. So you just see like the bells of the castle, and there's a lot of skeletons, and there's a lot of creepy shit, and then there's like a 
you know, the wedding that almost happens later on in the movie has like demonic looking shit happening. So I was like, oh yeah, they're demons, right? But they're just guys? Are they just guys? Cool. Like there's no element of the supernatural, right? In this no, one. they're just like spooky European people being weirdos. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. And like also like that maybe that this is like this is like some I don't know, like like were they like this is must be what Catholicism is. It seems very frightening. That's <laughs> it's probably all this stuff. Right? <laughs> Unreasonably scary. <laughs> it, doesn't yeah. work. it has no business being this freaky. <laughs> so it must be like Ghoulish. this. <laughs> it's a very metal religion. It is very Sorry. metal. Yeah. No, I'm not saying uh, this is my opinion. I love Catholic. I, if you look in my if you look into my room, I have a lot of like I like, like I love Catholic. Several. I have a lot of saints. I have an unreasonable sure. number of saints in my room for a Jew. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah. Because I'm a goth and I love the aesthetics. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, if you're somebody coming from, like, a non-Christian culture and yeah. a non-Western culture, looking at it and being like, this is especially, like, weird European royal people. Oh, doing, yeah. And, like, the, yeah, like, somebody coming from the Vatican, like, I don't know. Sure, maybe there's these spooky guys. <laughs> maybe it's all very frightening. And it's supposed to be frightening and ominous. I'm so sorry. To all, I didn't mean to besmirch Catholicism to oh, everyone no. listening. Yeah, I, I went to Catholic school my whole life. I grew up hyper Catholic, so I like I am fascinated on the call. by other people's uh, perceptions of Catholicism. Like I, my never perception not, is that it's sexy and cool. It's a uh, aesthetically. It seems aesthetically. not fun to live. Yes, aesthetically. <laughs> <You're right>. Like <laughs> looking, I, I'm, I'm. I was raised Catholic. I was baptized and shit, but I didn't have a choice. I was a baby, so right, thanks, right, mom. Right. Um, <laughs> thanks, mom. But as a a, a Catholic, a, a former Catholic who's now an atheist, um, I don't know. I was. I can't. I don't want to offend people. The LB just did such a good job at yeah. unoffending yes. people. I don't Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> As Paul yes. said, I'm an atheist, there's so anybody can get it. There's a lot of ritual. Yeah. There's a lot of interesting uh, iconography about death and rebirth and life. And, like, there's, like, you know, uh, like just, just there's a half-naked stabbed dude on a cross in, like, every room in a Catholic school. Like, that's, you look at that <laughs> and without there's the There's a lot of sexy corpses. There's a lot going on with which, that. Which, like... Is from outside seems a little strange right it is because it's and i think it's yeah and it's cool but yeah yeah okay and i mean there is like a in a lot of um ghibli stuff especially a lot of miyazaki's stuff about like europe question mark (laughs) sure Uh, there there are these kind of mixed mixtures of like yeah some of this some of this a little bit of that and i mean you've got like it's all just kind of this unclear mishmash of like, this seems European. Right. <laughs> and I think this is kind of that, but trying to like, where the hell is, yeah, like, where the fuck is Howl's Moving Castle? Right. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah. There's it's a little like, bit of steampunk. There's a little bit of, I mean, there's a lot of Catholicism. There's a lot of castles. There's a lot of beautiful forests. There's a bunch of flying machines and shit and gears. Don't fucking worry about and it, bro. Machines. And like you know, don't we overthink got a master it. thief. We got a master thief who's trying to save a girl and stop the counterfeit money, and he uh, mostly succeeds. 
at least at the saving the lady, but that takes a long time. And there yeah. is a machine gun involved, which again, I this is the most inexplicable part for me. I had some questions about multiple things, but yeah, he goes in, he tries to save her, he does some magic tricks. At this point, I'm kind of like, he's like a pickup artist with his magic tricks and shit. And I'm kind of <laughs> like, all right, Lupin, you can like, Maybe go away so that is not how I read. That is not how I read that part. Yeah, I really, I really read that as like this is a, a sheltered kid and he's treating her like a kid, yeah. and like, yeah. Um, I mean, I think at and the then end like, he does. I'm yeah. entertaining you with magic tricks. Yeah, because you are a child hmm. who I va- who I maybe don't remember as a or remember already as being a child, but like rings child bells for me. I see. Um, and part of it is that he's just not as horny in this movie. Yeah. I and see. usually when he's going after a woman, he is the horniest man. <laughs> and it's just like so, it just is everything, everything works for him. It's all like nothing, like. Yeah. 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 It's all, it all works for him. Um, he makes the pervy and, like, that, face that vibe at, is the, not there. at the restaurant to the server yeah uh, yes yes yeah. he does he does get excited the to the server it is yeah. ambiguous though i was wondering the entire time like is this supposed to be romantic or i think it's supposed to be like she has a crush on him because he's this like cool older yeah. person and he's like you're an adorable child yeah i, can, I only I can... i'm sorry i'm only interested in women who can rob me blind and Wear like camel leotards and can run <laughs> yeah. away yes. with the money that I got doing crimes and report oh, about I do it. See... Apparently, she's very multitasking, yeah. multifaceted lady. But I do get why. Like, I also there's like I don't know if this was the beginning of it or if it was established beforehand. But there is like a path. Like this is a thing that sometimes happens with Lupin and like young women okay. um is they'll be like oh no i'm into you romantically and he's like no you're not well, i like you're him. very nice you're lovely all right, all right. like i'm gonna help you out but no you're not they're like awesome. have a great life i think let me know if i like him better now um, i really thought this was like pickup artist shit kind of thing. no right. no i mean like, that's not how i read it maybe it was supposed to, maybe like this is just his toned down horniness for this movie <laughs> but that's sure. not the sure. and i'm reading it too much through the lens of like later lupon stuff where okay. he that really is his thing okay um but that was not the vibe i got here yeah i, I it's just that she's like a, like what do you do when you see a very sad child yeah you you help and you them. don't have any you do a magic trick to cheer her up <laughs> And make her believe, like, make them feel hopeful and make them believe in your thief powers. Yeah. And, like, there are, there is an element of flirtation here. I don't want to, like, mm-hmm. say that there isn't so and say that you're like, all, you're all crazy. Steal you away. That's the thing. Some- yeah. That's the part that weirded me out. Because there's a scene when, you know, she's talking about basically being a prisoner, quote unquote, her entire life. Because she was a child and then she was in a convent and now she's going to be in this uh, marriage to this weird ass evil count. Yeah. And then he talks about, Stealing her away. And I'm like, oh, so you go from this, like, uh, you know, being being in this abusive sort of uh, situation in your life to being the possession of a man and another. And I literally said that out loud. And then my partner was like, what are you? No, that's not what he meant. Like, <laughs> he's not being creepy about it. You are like, am I? I was really confused. The thing is, it's like, if you have, okay, in real life, mm-hmm. If someone says this to you, that's a red flag. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, you should be concerned. Yeah. If someone says, I'm going to steal you away, that, yeah. And there, like, uh, there, there is a flirtiness to it, but yeah. I, the vibe I think that it's supposed to be mm-hmm. is it's supposed to, it's supposed to be like, it's romantic in a non-romantic 
way if that makes sense romantic in the like the sense of like this is a grand romantic adventure and she's actually calling him she's not calling him monsieur she's calling him prince um like he's like a dashing prince come to you know save her which yeah which is a a thing i guess that like a way of referring to like a hot dude um did you watch it again i'm not an expert in japanese subtitled i watched it subtitled okay me too Yes, yeah, okay. I was just asking because because I was wondering if we had like differences in the translation because we might. No. Did you watch on Netflix? No, uh, I watched it. Oh, uh, I'll have to pass it DVD. by the legal department. <laughs> yeah, you watch it on a DVD Blu-ray because yes. we don't. <laughs> yeah, it was legally purchased. Purchased yeah, sure. absolutely because we are Netflix is different. Prime uh, right. only had it in Spanish without subtitles. Oh, wow. Yeah. That would actually, that would be interesting to watch, I feel like. Interesting. Yeah, but I wouldn't understand a lot of it. So. Right. <laughs> that would have been an interesting fair, participation fair. Uh, of mine in this show today. <laughs> I think a lot of the stuff, I think a lot of the stuff is translated, into, is dubbed in Portuguese, though. Yeah, like a it lot is. Of in Brazil, like, it, w- it would always air yeah. in Portuguese, yeah. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Um but yeah, I don't. I didn't mean to like gaslight you all. And no, say no, 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 no. Because no, there is like a there is a vibe there, and it, it's like, yeah. And I think it I mean, changes. You know more about this, you know, than I do. I have this is my first Lupin, so you know. Yeah. If I was like in a yeah, I I don't think. I do think though that they like could have done that vibe more clearly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene was the one that weirded me out. But then after that, I'm kind of with you. I'll be like, I I. I sense the shift. And then in the end, like, it, yeah, when he leaves, like, he, oh, sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, he really makes it clear that, you know, he really Your makes it just beginning. Different. Yeah. He gives her a kiss on the forehead, like a very, yeah. Like, yeah. She's like puckering up, ready to like make gesture. out with this babe. Yeah. And he's like, have fun. Yeah. Being normal. He's like, no, Goodbye. I'm like your big brother. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you know, which is very sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of shenanigans that happen. There's a lot of adventures. I do think they could have cut out some of it. Uh, there is a scene where he gets badly hurt in one of the attempts to rescue the lady. And he is tended to by a doctor who has a dog named Carl, which is pretty cool. But then he, like, insists that he can heal himself by eating a lot, which is video game logic <laughs> before. And this would have been before... <laughs> That kind of video game? Like, he's just, like... He invented it. ...stuffing himself. And, like, Jigen, boyfriend, is like, you're gonna make yourself sick, bro. And he, like, turns green and passes out. And he's like, well, I guess he's gonna heal now. Which was interesting. Um, so that happened. I mean, you do need to eat. Is that not true? That, like, it does not help... Like that. ...for to healing to eat a bunch of food. Not like and that! And then sleep. No! Uh, it's how is I heal my inside wounds. That's not how it works. What if I'm sick? No. I need to eat a lot when I'm sick, right? To fuel my recovery. It's like Is this not fucking, true? like Wario 64 video of, you know, Bioshock Infinite where you just get like, you know, eclairs from the trash. You just stuff them down your face because you got shot at. Okay, well, that's like, not the kind of food I mean. I don't think eclairs from the trash. But I mean, like, if I'm sick, right? Yeah. I need to eat like three nutritious meals and sleep all day. And then I'm fine. It depends what's wrong with you. <laughs> I would argue that I mean, not, too. It depends that what's help. wrong with you. <laughs> if I've got like a cold, if I've got like a virus and my body needs to fight the virus. Yeah, but like broken bones. GI issues. 
bones. And like, there's all kinds of shit that happens in your body. Like, bodies don't just get better. Broken bones need nutrients. <laughs> to calcium, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and like, where are they getting the... Okay, but like, this is... I disagree fundamentally about medicine. <laughs> Listen, listen. I think this is real. Listen, I think that works. We take all medical You could just advice. eat like a big cartoon meat. <laughs> don't take medical advice from this podcast, dear not listeners. From this, <laughs> not from this movie either, because like I said at the beginning, she thinks, oh, he's suffered a traumatic head and neck injury. Let me put salt water on his face. Not a too. cure. Not a cure. Does not help anything. Why did the nuns <laughs> not tell her how to do that? You know? Well, you're just saying that because yeah, of nuts. Big Pharma, Danielle. You're in their you're right. pockets. I'm, I'm in their pockets, absolutely. <laughs> big EMT. Big EMT. Big EMT's got Respect me. people's spinal integrity. And I say no. People don't need Just medicine. a refreshing splash of salt water is plenty. <laughs> That's they all just- they need. Eat a lot of food. Put a little salt water on your face. You'll be fine. Fine, you're fine. <laughs> if they have a strong immune system and take like Joe Rogan's brain pills, you don't need <laughs> medicine. Okay? Right? They should do that. Listen to Joe. He knows. <laughs> they he should knows have everything. Lupin should do a heist of Joe Rogan. Oh you should god. rob Joe. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know how many like weird brain pills he probably has and how much like meat foods? Like all meat diet foods. Can you imagine? <laughs> Sorry. Okay, that's our heist. That's our Fuck heist. Lupin. Lupin, you can't do this heist. This is our heist. This is the heist we're planning. We're going to steal all the meat food and brain pills <laughs> from Joe Rogan's house, from his compound. We're doing it for science so we can test if it works. That's what it is. Right? Aren't we scientists and heisters? Yeah. yeah. Why not? We have the brains. We have and I'm an expert, knowledge. and I'm like, hey, Joe Rogan, <laughs> Big Pharma wants you to have these brain pills, <laughs> but they're really dangerous. They were actually made by a China? robot Russia? king in right, a country, which, which country in the, in the mysterious right? east. Ah! I'm just going to say the mysterious east and like look at him ominously, and he'll be like, oh, no, not that. <laughs> Everything but the use, mysterious east. You got to use people's racism against them. You yes, know? you do. Like, that's what you got to do. You got to turn it against them there. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do to Joe Rogan. I'm gonna <laughs> take all his brain pills. This is how we take save them the for world. myself. Become a genius. Well, we all take them to become geniuses. Yes. Oh my god. We get very that. sick. <laughs> we need to eat cartoon meat very, to heal. Very very sick. And please don't make yourself sick while you're healing <laughs> by eating too much food. <sighs> and your hot boyfriend being like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> do you need a wash basin he's like his what a good boyfriend though because first of all he actually knows that like this won't help at all like he dude needs rest but he does not need to eat like he's gonna make himself sick and then he offers basically offers to hold his hair back you know what i mean yeah. like get me a wash basin. like that's a kind and loving and gentle boyfriend who's like all right honey i know you don't feel good i'm gonna help you while you feel sick like that's nice that's loving it's way better than salt water on your face when you have a traumatic head injury. Just saying. Just, just putting that out there. Anyway, I guess we should probably start wrapping up we as we've been talking off. about Sorry. this movie for just, a, an hour and ten minutes. Um, well, we're also talking about our heists that we're planning, ourselves, yes. our histories. Yes. Listen, you know. I'm all for it. I think this is a rich text, and it's gotten us all to have feelings, 
and talk about our lives and talk about our plans, our very good plans to realize Joe Rogan. So it's, oh my God. And then we take over his podcast. See, that's the ultimate fucking heist. Everybody will listen to you love to see it when it's on Joe Rogan's feed. (laughs) You know what else we do? Right? Check this out. We get all his UFO guests, have them go on the K-hole to talk to Merit instead. Oh my God. We just won the network. Yeah, and I get the MMA guests for my MMA podcast. Exactly. Yes. Best camp of my life has every guest ever. Oh, my God. This is perfect. This is perfect. And you take his commentary job. Yes. I wish, Fernanda, I can't even tell you how much I'd rather listen to you call fights (laughs) than Joe Rogan. Honestly, I'm like, I, I... if it was literally anybody else on the commentary team, I'd be like, nah, I could never. Uh, his job I could do, okay. yes. He's, you could absolutely. He's, he hasn't been good at it for several years, but he's, he's now heist, he's heisting our he's podcast tired. now. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love this so much. It's all going to happen. Okay. We do get a, a very happy ending. I will say that uh, to this movie. Uh, things are great. Uh, our favorite character, my favorite character, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but my favorite character gets the money, gets to tease Lupin. Lupin is happy about being teased. They uncover uh, a secret submerged Roman city yep. that's been that hiding part- the whole time <laughs> underwater. Below that part looks cool as hell. <laughs> yeah. It's a treasure for all mankind. Just yeah. casually. <laughs> It was just there. It just, was just there. I low-key discovered like a treasure for mankind, but you know, no big deal. <laughs> Clarice gets so a kiss sweet. on the forehead and she gets yeah. to live her life, even though she has a crush. It's okay. She gets her dog get back. It. Yeah, Carl comes back. Her giant dog. Yeah. She's gonna be okay. She's gonna have a whole ass palace. She's gonna run like the museum for that, you know, the ancient ruins. She's gonna like have a good life. And you know what? She's going to fall in love with some nice Formula One driver, <laughs> you know, a nice 21 year old Formula One driver, and they're going to have a nice time and everything's going to be OK. And uh, it's a very happy ending. Very, very happy. ending. I love it. Very classy titles on both ends here. Very classy. <laughs> looks really nice. Very pretty. I like that. I like that a lot. Go ahead, Fernanda. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no. I, I was actually, I think, coughing, sneezing. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> My body's going through, through some oh, things. No. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I tried to... You're good. You're good. I heard a sound. I was like, oh, shit. No, I that's just, just, me, just me making everything very hard for Paul. Um, oh. Don't mind me right now. But it is a beautiful. It's very wholesome. I love the kiss on the forehead. And. Uh, yeah. Just please, princess, do not fall in love with every man who appears trying to save you because um, most of them will be terrible people. <laughs> you lucked yes. out this time, but I hope you learned a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Be There's wary great- of these men. There's great art of her um, from the mid 80s where from some magazine cover where she's like on the road with her dog. She's got a cute little car. She's got a grocery bag with a baguette and some wine. And she's reading the paper and Lupin's stolen something again. She's looking off at the distance in her cool life. Oh, it's great. I love it. I love that life. for her. What a good life. She's know? thriving. Yeah. Lady Clarice having a great time. Oh, that makes me happy. It was a very happy ending. You know what? Talking about this movie made me like it even more. 
And I think I just kind of watched it in not the best mood yesterday, but now I'm like, no, this movie was good. This is a good movie. This was a happy one. I like a happy one. I like a heist. I like, I like slapstick also. I like a good piece of slapstick. And there's a lot of that in here. So yeah, it's a really good movie. I probably should have watched it when I wasn't mad at uh, stupid things like Zelda Skyward Sword and other stupid things. Skyward Sword's (laughs) long arm. (laughs) Long, like broken arm because those controls. Uh, But anyway, yeah. I, I've made my piece. I guess that's another interesting semi-European kind of thing if we want to make connective tissue there. But yeah, very, very good movie. I'm so glad, Fernanda, that it was not, like, horrible for you to watch it. And I'm so glad, LB, that we could watch a movie that has characters that are beloved to you and that you truly enjoy. So I'm glad. I'm glad we made this journey together. You know, there were some rocky parts where we had to not get blown up off the road, but we made it. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts before we close up shop for the week? I think we covered literally all the things. Yeah, we covered more than we ever thought we could. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We covered a lot of ground in our auto Giro. I don't even know how to say that because my my brain reads that word and it says hero like the sandwich. So I don't know. (laughs) I'm like, hmm. A flying yum, hero. Yum. <laughs> With those baguettes, right? You know? Like, Perfect. Very yummy. Very, very yummy. God, I can't wait. I'm going to Italy again in a couple of months, and I cannot wait. It's going to be good. It's going to be very good. All right, everybody. Well, thank you so very much uh, for watching with us, for watching along. Next week, we've got another heist. It's Our the Ocean's heist. Eleven from the early 2000s with George Clooney and a lot of early 2000s celebrities. So that's what we're watching. For next week, and then we'll announce the theme for the for the month after, not just the week after, but for the month after. Uh, but that's how we're closing up Heist Month. LB, you've done a masterful job planning this to precision with your blueprints and your you. many, uh, you know, uh, accoutrements of heistery. Um, that's that's a phrase I made up. Accoutrements of heistery. That's what we got. But yes, Ocean's Eleven for next week. And not the 60s one, but the 2000s, very early 2000s. Might be the 2001, year directed by Steven Soderbergh. The good one. Yes, the Soderbergh. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, that's what we have for you this week, everybody. We do hope you enjoyed your cinematic journey with us. Please do, genuinely please do, rate and review the podcast because it helps us out a lot. You can tell a friend who likes movies. And you know, a lot of people like movies. So hopefully you have a friend who does. Uh, you can listen to all of our shows on fanbyte.com slash podcasts. <clears throat> Follow us on Twitter at Fanbyte Media, on Instagram at Fanbyte, TikTok on Fanbyte, and of course on fanbyte.com. And you can watch our streams on twitch.tv slash fanbyte. Thank you so very much to Paul, Mr. Free Your Girl, to Mayo for producing this wonderful show. Thank you, Paul, for all of the research that you do, for hanging out with us, for producing this show, and for having a great name as well. And you can join us on Discord at fanbyte.casa. Okay, folks, where can we find you, Fernanda, online when you're not doing a heist? When I'm not doing it? Well, I do heist online too, but that's a separate fee. But anyway, I am <laughs> on Twitter at Nanda, N-A-N-D-A, Prates, P-R-A-T-E-S underscore. And uh, I also have another podcast that is I host uh, by my lonesome, and it's called Best Camp of My Life. And it's cool. You should check it out. Or not. I'm not going to tell you what to do. 
I think I think people should check it out. I'll tell them. Thank you. <laughs> LB, how about you? Where are you online when you're not planning heist or planning heist month? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Hunk Tears and on Fanbyte. Writing, doing various things on fanbyte.com. Excellent. Our producer, Paul, is Polly Mayo on Twitter. I am Danielle R.I. on Twitter. And until next time, where we're watching Ocean's Eleven, you love to see it.